Welcome back. In the previous episode of Barron's AP World History Podcast, you were introduced to the historical thinking skills that can help you understand how our world has been shaped by the past. In the next six episodes, we'll examine the six overarching themes that run through the AP World History course. We'll start by looking at the first of these, governance. How would you define governance? If you made the connection between governance and government, you're on the right track. Governance simply refers to how things are run, managed, or controlled in a society. Between 1200 and 1945, many governments of the world shifted from being non-representative to being representative. This means that everyday citizens gained greater control in deciding how their government would run. One of the most common forms of governance in the 13th and 14th centuries was the monarchy. In a monarchy, a single person usually has all or most of the power. This person might be called a queen, sultan, or emperor, but the basic function is the same. By the 16th century, some nation-states began spreading power among a larger group of people. These people were chosen representatives of the public. A nation with this type of governance is known as a republic, and often has a head of state, such as a president or a prime minister, who has a limited and clearly defined set of powers. As republics evolved, so did the way they governed. In the United States, for example, members of the U.S. Senate were originally elected by state legislatures, but by the 20th century this had changed, and they were elected by the public. In addition, the number of people who were allowed to vote for their representatives kept growing. Can you describe another example of a nation or society where the form of governance changed over the centuries? I'm sure you came up with many. Let's look at one. France was a monarchy during the 13th century, and power was passed down according to family connection, usually from father to son. Things stayed this way for several centuries, until the late 18th century, when the French Revolution led to the overthrow of the monarchy and the formation of a republic. However, this didn't last long, and by 1804, Napoleon Bonaparte established himself as emperor and formed a new monarchy. Throughout the 19th century, France alternated between monarchy and republic, until 1870 when the French Third Republic was formed, effectively ending France's history of monarchy governance. France remained a republic until Nazi Germany took control during World War II, but then it became a republic once again after the war. Another trend that affected governance around the world between the 13th and 20th centuries was imperialism. How would you define imperialism? If you picked up on the connection between imperialism and empires, great job. Imperialism is the expansion of an empire to a new territory, extending the power of its government to that new place. This often means pushing out an existing form of governance created by the people already living there. However, most European imperialists at the time did not see it this way. Many thought they were creating civilized regions that would otherwise be left untamed. This view was used to justify the expansion of empires across the globe, especially in South Asia and Africa. For example, the British Empire took control of the Indian subcontinent, Australia, and much of Eastern Africa. Even though these colonial territories were thousands of miles away from Great Britain, 
they always recognized the authority of the empire. In some cases, empires used existing power structures that were already in place. Like when the Mughal Empire took control of much of India in the 16th century, many areas were already controlled by wealthy landowning zamindars. The Mughals let the zamindars continue to govern their pieces of territory, as long as they recognized the empire as the ultimate authority. When the British Empire took control of India in the 19th century, they continued the same arrangement with the zamindars. In the 20th century, these empires finally began to fracture, and many of the colonies gained independence and chose their own form of governance. For better or for worse, imperialism led to the introduction and mingling of different cultures. In our next episode, we'll examine the theme of cultural developments and interactions. Until then... Bye.